Hello and welcome to In the Envelope, an awards podcast. I am, as always, your host, Jack Smart, the awards editor at Backstage, your guide to the acting industry and the most trusted name in casting. We're here to give you a front row seat to the small screen's biggest awards race, the 2017 Emmy Awards. This season of In the Envelope is brought to you by HBO. We're petty people, and we do petty things to each other on set, and it's great. And it's great. And I think the pettiest thing is that I got to go on his show. <laughs> and and kind of steal the show. And kind of have an Emmy nomination from it. I was like, yes, I swagger jacked his show. You really did. <laughs> it's so great. We are in the final stretch of episodes, Jamie, are uh-huh. we not? Yeah. How are you, how are you holding up? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm excited for September 17th, the 69th Emmy Awards, hosted by Stephen Colbert on CBS. And in fact, I have some questions for you. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it it might be fun to test you on some Emmys trivia, which, you know, some of these, I have some softballs for you. You don't have to worry. You're not yeah. going to look, you know, too out of touch with Emmy's history. And, you know, this isn't, it's why it's called trivia. It's not crucial information. Can I prep this by saying that we discussed mm-hmm. this prior to recording? And <laughs> yes. the idea is that it demonstrates that Jack knows about Emmys and I know about podcasts, but I don't get to ask yep. Jack any questions. So it's, oh, I mean, it's very one sided. <laughs> you totally could. Uh, you could follow up these questions with questions about what is a decibel? And how many of the decibels are you supposed to record audio at? Are we talking luffs or... <laughs> I don't know what that is. No, I didn't. No. I think I would fail any any quiz about podcasting, which is sort of ironic. This is it. I'm go ready. Are you go ready? On. Yeah, go on then. This is Emmy's trivia. I swear it's going to be fun. Okay. I'll find a theme tune for it. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you add fun, like, game show music? Yeah, I'll do that now. Right now. Presenting Emmy Awards Trivia. Jamie, your first question. Yep. Which television program has the most Emmy nominations ever? Ever. Mm-hmm. You'll get this. You can get this. Well, I, it's between, well, Game of Thrones? No. Good guess, but no. Sopranos? No. Oh. Think Breaking about bad. a long-running show. Oh, long-running show. That has accumulated Emmy Emmy Award nominations. A long-running show. Plenty of awards as well. Hmm. Their grand total is 221 what? Emmy nominations. <laughs> In second place is the show ER, which has 124, oh. the most of any drama. There's another hint. And 221 is... I mean, it's a show that is still on. It is a show that got a ton of Emmy nominations this year. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just completely blanking. <laughs> the answer is... Eh, eh, time's up. The answer is Saturday Night Live. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> How silly of me. This is so much fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> Second question. Who holds the record for the most acting Emmy trophies? An actor. And actor in the 21st century is male or female? Yes, correct. Which actor, male or female, has the most acting Emmys? <laughs> this is 
How long? I feel like this one is. This is the 69th Emmy, so it really is <laughs> quite a large pool of people to pick from. It could be anybody. Yeah, it's true. The answer uh, is Cloris Leachman. Oh, it was on the tip of my tongue. Oh, was it really? No, never even heard of this person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Well, she has eight Emmy acting trophies for the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Malcolm in the Middle, and others. Follow-up question. Which Emmy-nominated actor this year could tie that record? She was nominated this year. Ah. And she, she could tie... Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Bingo! Ding, ding, One ding, out of three. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you got it. Um, and you also got half of it correct, because there is another actress also nominated this year who could tie the record for eight wins. <laughs> and he guesses at who that is. Another one. Yes. Oh. Hint. She's in the same category this year as Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Has she appeared on our podcast? No. I wish. No, I, I don't know. Allison Janney. Oh. You get full credit for that, though, because that was correct. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, if she wins this year, will tie the record for most acting Emmys, and also, she already holds the record for most consecutive wins in the same category for the same role. Hmm. Boom. Who this year could become the youngest ever winner of an Emmy Award? You can get this, Jamie. You can youngest. get this. Someone yes. very young. from Stranger Things. It's a show... <gasps> Correct. And uh, Do you know who? No. <laughs> You don't know her name? I can't think of it. Off the top of my head, I can't. I'm giving you full credit for that answer because you nailed it. Okay. Sort of. The pu- Millie Bobby Brown, who's 13 years old, is nominated for Featured actor in a, in a, uh, featured Actress in a Drama. She could win. She'd become the youngest Emmy winner yeah. ever. That'd be, and Amazing. Definitely, she deserves it. Yes. Okay, last question. Oh, another one. <laughs> yes. Okay. Of course. Last question, and I know you can get this. What is the most awarded scripted series, so not Saturday Night Live, in Emmy history? Hint, you guessed it earlier. <laughs> well, I said about 20 different series. Aren't <laughs> okay, so let's run through the ones that I said. Sopranos, Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Game of Thrones. The- yes, there it is. Okay, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay, because Game of Thrones, the thing about Game of Thrones is that it broke this record last year. It actually passed the record held by Frasier, which had 37 Emmys. That's amazing. The most awarded scripted show. And now Game of Thrones has 38, which is kind of remarkable considering it's, it was only six yeah, seasons. Yeah, I was going to say, it was only six seasons, yeah. Exactly. Frasier was a much longer-running show, and it must be pointed out, Game of Thrones is still on. Yeah. Game of Thrones will be eligible for Emmys in 2018. Mm. So 38 wins could very well increase. And based on this, this season, there's no way it's not going to win Emmys oh next God. year. So I know. We'll see at the end of the run is, but... We'll see what the odds are of getting them on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we call this quiz over now? Yes, not we can. Not that I haven't had a great time. Yes, we can. Yes. Congratulations, Jamie. You win our prize of... Um, being able to leave. I don't know what the prize is. Yeah, being able to leave. No, you win our prize of being able to listen to our interview for today, which was with the very talented and very charming and very exciting young actor brian tyree henry yeah wasn't it a great interview it was if i remember correctly it was it was it's been a couple of weeks now Uh uh-huh and it and we did get into it we we did talk about in addition to the kind of the technicalities and the this is an actor who's appearing in a boatload of projects on film and tv all over the place right now we we got into the career side of things and the craft side of things but we also did talk about loss 
and mm. how that's affected his life and his year because it's been a whirlwind of a year for him. Wow, yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know who Brian Tyree Henry is, he is perhaps best known for playing up-and-coming rapper Paperboy on FX's Atlanta, which is Donald Glover's award-winning comedy that's going into the Emmys with a ton of momentum. Um, But Brian is Emmy-nominated for his guest role on NBC's breakout drama, This Is Us, which maybe you've heard of it. Because who hasn't heard of it? How could you not? Yeah. (laughs) It's such an amazing show. There's a reason it's it's doing wonders for NBC. And Brian is one of many, many actors. It's such an amazing cast of performers. But he appears in one episode. It's an episode called Memphis. It's a very, very emotional episode. You should definitely watch it if you haven't. Um, And Brian sings a song. He plays a singer. He plays a cousin of one of the main characters. He sings a very, very beautiful song. Sadly, no singing in this episode. No, I mean, I almost wanted him to... Aren't there copyright issues where, like, we can't have him, like, sing the song again, right? Probably. Brian, you'll have to come back onto the podcast. If you're listening, you'll have to come back. And this is someone who will come back because he has a very, (laughs) very bright future ahead of him. Uh, We talked about his best friend, Sterling K. Brown, who is the star of This Is Us, um, who I interviewed last year when he was kind of in the same position of just being about to blow up all over the place. And not to jinx Brian or anything, but Sterling did then go on to win an Emmy Award. (laughs) So who knows? It's your magic touch. Oh, it's all because of me. It's true. Um, Should we get to our interview? Yeah, I think it's about time. Let's take a short break and then go to our interview with Brian Tyree Henry. This episode is brought to you by HBO's original drama series, Westworld. Westworld is a dark odyssey about the dawn of artificial consciousness and the evolution of sin. Set at the intersection of the near future and the reimagined past, it explores a world in which every human appetite can be indulged. Vanity Fair calls it a rare kind of transporting television, beautifully acted and intricately written for your Emmy consideration in Outstanding Drama Series and all other categories. Brian Tyree Henry is a rising actor best known for his role as Alfred Paperboy Miles on FX's comedy Atlanta. He received his first Emmy nomination for Guest Actor in a Drama Series for NBC's This Is Us, He is a Yale School of Drama-trained actor who also appeared in the original Broadway cast of The Book of Mormon. Here it is, our interview with Brian Tyree Henry. You were on two of the biggest shows of the year. Wow. Which are they again? I don't remember. (laughs) And the other one won multiple Golden Globes. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And... Yeah, you're doing tons of movies. It seems yeah, like there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, six films coming out next year, man. Like, so you're based in New York, but filming mm-hmm. here? Everywhere. Filming I literally everywhere. filmed I filmed a movie in New York, uh, which I got to do one of my bucket list things, and that's like do a friend scene while walking through Central Park. Uh-huh. You know, like with a cup of coffee. Classic. I was like, yeah, I made it, Was this it, for man. a rom-com? Or yeah, that's for a rom-com. Amazing. How did you know? How did amazing. you know Central Park and coffee, right? I mean... <laughs> And, uh, and then after that, I went to Atlanta to film a movie uh, with oh, Taylor okay. Schilling, which was amazing. Cool. And then uh, Cleveland for White Boy Rick with McConaughey. And then uh-huh. where the hell was I after that? Then then I went to, back here for Hotel Artemis with Sterling, the uh, movie I got to film right. with Sterling. And then 
Chicago for Widows, Steve McQueen, to work with Viola Davis again. Oh, my God. And and Colin Farrell, which was unbelievable. And then here, I just worked with David Ayelowo doing a thriller. Um, wow. And that sounds insane. It was a lot. I played a lot of people. So basically, I don't know who the hell You're I am. So you need now. to tell me what my name is <laughs> and like, where I'm at because I have no yeah. idea who I am right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been that great. is amazing. And at what point is the Emmy nomination? <laughs> I know, right? It's like well, succession of that. And I completely forgot. Like while I was filming in Chicago, that like the sure. Emmy nominations were coming out, and I was like, oh right, that. Like yeah. oh my god, yeah. that. What does that mean? Yeah. So you basically do everything you can to deflate. <laughs> and like right? yeah. you get all the bourbon you need by the bedside, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, uh, and then that, and then that happened that morning, man. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Like, insane. But it's great. Well, man. and what is it true? Is it safe to say that your work on This Is Us covered a day, a week? Very, very I short. Shot, it took it took me a day, <laughs> I think. an actual day. It took two days. It took two days. Okay. It was actually two days that I. That I did This Is Us because I got to do Young Ricky and then yeah. the next day I was I getting see. in all my prosthetics to do yeah. old Ricky. Amazing. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then like I learned the song like a day before I shot. The day before? Yeah, like a, the day before I shot it is when I learned it. And, um, and, oh, wow. and it was so crazy is that before I shot it, I had this really bad... Uh, tonsil inflammation that was happening. I was really? like, I gotta sing on this show, man. Well, it was just you know, like I, it was so funny because I was like, of course this happens right now. Like, yeah. of course I was like, whatever, man. We're gonna get some we're antibiotics. Gonna we're gonna kill this, it, man. We're gonna, but and you it, did. It went. It went well. You did it. I think it helped with the raspiness of the song. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, oh, uh, it's amazing. My tonsils are. You fun. sounded amazing. Thank you so much. And most people know you as Paperboy. Yeah. who doesn't sing. Who doesn't sing? <laughs> and most people know me as Brian Tyree Henry, who doesn't sing. I was like, oh, okay, sure. that's cool. Like, okay. Sure. Well, Broadway audiences know. Home, yeah, or have a familiarity with you? Is that? Yes, they do. Book of Mormon, man. Original yeah. cast, Book of Mormon, um, and yeah. which is so funny because it's like then you're singing it as an ensemble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're in the back. Sure. Like the only thing I really had that stand that stands out vocally is when I'm playing Satan. Which you know, uh-huh. I oh, love yeah. being able to say that sentence. Oh, you know, yeah. when I sang it, Satan, it was. Satan. A, um, what but, was that vocal? Yeah, what did you do? Like it was like giving you like uh, like Journey slash Dio. Like, oh yeah, okay. you know, you gotta <laughs> okay. share. I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's easy. We could do that, <laughs> right? Uh, but to sing, to be singled out for this song, like this really cool, like bluesy slash like funk song, like it's just so totally like like Siddhartha and Chris, man, who composed and. Yeah. Uh, wrote it they really like got to the core of it and 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 really like made a song that would really like you know capture my voice and mm-hmm. you know put put my soul in there man because there's no way you can sing that song without like being connected to it and That's having right. that kind of thing it was kind of difficult you know i was like this is song is really yeah. beautiful <laughs> i don't know if i can sing i don't know if i can do it but it was good. It was, That's it, amazing that it was tied to your... T- I mean, you. how did you get involved? Uh, you know, a couple of ways, uh, because, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to say that, you know, like, I've, like, kind of begged Sterling to get me on a show, <laughs> but, say, you know, the, the you powers You want to work that, with Sterling on, on screen. And, I mean, I've been wanting to do that. I mean, we've known each other for over 10 years, and we've done theater together for most of that time, but we were never, like, in scenes together. Uh-huh. Like, we, I literally say we were acting adjacent to each other, so <laughs> it would yeah. be... Like, there was one play that we had to play like we would do these tableaus and we had to like 
like hold each other and like do all these weird like different kind of and, <laughs> and we didn't have to say a word oh, man okay. we couldn't say That's a word not to acting each other. opposite yeah we're other. not acting opposite of each other right, so right. and then when I got this is us I was like we're still not acting not opposite quite. like not quite but uh, I mean like I'm still part of your family but and then I was like yeah. and I'm old and you're young like so I can't even <laughs> But that's why I was so grateful about Hotel Artemis, man, because, like, we finally mm. got to play brothers, like, to Good. be, like, in it together. Good. Like, God bless Drew Pierce for that, you know, and, like, uh, the director of Hotel Artemis and everybody that had anything to do with it because, like, a dream has been fulfilled. I mean, like, I hope that's first of many times that you guys I hope so, too, man. Together. I was like, it's not over out here. Like, I mean, he's, like, literally, like, he's, my brother. He's my yeah. best friend. So being able to to play with him on set is really totally. funny because we're petty. We're petty people <laughs> and we do petty things to each other on set and it's yeah. great. And it's great. And I think the pettiest <laughs> thing is that I got to go on his show. <laughs> and and kind of steal the show And kind of have an Emmy nomination from it. I was like, yes, I swagger jacked his show. You really did. You really <laughs> so did. Great. And for two days of filming. It was great, man. But that, this is us. I can't even tell you like the, yeah. that, that experience and that show and everyone who was involved with that show like Dan Fogelman, man, I don't know. Yeah. Where he comes up with these amazing stories and, and, and the way to tell the stories. But yeah. the family Pearson, man, every single one of them, Susan, Chrissy, you know, Milo, Mandy, like every single oh, one yeah. of them, I, I absolutely adore. And they welcome me with open arms as if though, you know, it was my home, you know. And Ron yeah. Cephas and I uh, and Sterling all right. did theater together in New totally. York. And um, Ron, it was just so great amazing. to be a part of that that family line. So yeah. I'm so glad. That it, it does seem up. like a family. It really, it really is. It really is. It's yeah. so funny because that episode, uh, so the the woman who played uh, William's mother, yes. Amanda Warren, we went to Yale together. So she is she? one of my best friends. She's and I had amazing. no idea that she was going to be in that episode. So we were in L- LA together. I was like, well, I'm here doing This Is Us. What are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm, I'm on This Is Us. It's like, the what? same episode. The same episode? I was like, perfect. Whoa. So it was like all of those chips stacked up between Amanda and Ron and Sterling. Like, these are all mine. It they was meant all, to be. This yeah, to be it was really, I really believe it was fated that it happened that way. I but really you had, did. but you learned the song the day before? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I music is, is, for me, is like something that I've always like grew up. I was like, and I know it sounds cliche, but literally music was the only thing that I had to like kind of be heard in a house full of adults. You know, uh-huh. I was like the baby boy out of like four older sisters okay. and then my mom and my dad and my dad had this amazing record collection and I, and I just would always listen to all kinds of music. Like, I mean, I was a huge Fleetwood Mac fan as a kid sure. and then I would listen to like, you know, some like Mingus and then I would listen to, you know, Prince and then I'd go, because I was a BG's freak. Like, I used to walk around <laughs> the house trying to be Barry Gibb, you know what I mean? Like, just say, <laughs> just like, hey, <laughs> I wouldn't have. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> just really fun as a kid. To yeah, I mean, like, you know, however you can annoy the adults in your of house, you do it. And I did course. it, so it was great. But um, This is I, explaining a lot. This you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's yeah. mean. That's who I am. I'm annoying as shit. <laughs> totally. uh, but uh, uh, also, I was in show choir in high school, man. Like, I, uh-huh. I took, I was in show choir for three years of my life um, at E.E. E. Smith High School in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Big ups, Golden Bulls. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Miss McNair, my music teacher, she literally, like, just, pulled me aside well you had to audition to get in the show uh-huh. choir yeah and <laughs> you had to audition every year actually and um it was just so much fun to be in this like because uh, my high school was predominantly black 
And we had this predominantly black show choir that would sing and do all like that's why when I look at like Pitch Perfect and and Glee and yes. stuff like that, I was like, man, we did that before anybody right. did. Like we used to like do tournaments and so, but it was fun. It was just a vessel to like go and yeah. like you know share music with people and 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 be with your friends and then. But I never really thought I was a singer. Like I never interesting never thought I was a singer. And when was acting? introduced into the equation or was that always part of the picture? you know what i didn't really know i still to this day didn't know i was a professional actor until like five minutes ago but just now, just now i was like oh okay uh but like acting for me man i mean like i i just always like i said i was raised in a house full of adults so like uh-huh. i didn't really have much of a venue other than like the library and television, you know what I mean? Sure. So like reading was something that I always loved. It. And I just always acted stuff out because I needed to be seen in this house full of adults. And and I tell I, people this all the time and I know it sounds like weird, but if I wasn't acting, that that therapy bill would have been hella big. Like yeah. I was like oh. my my family there's so many different characters in my family and there are and I was like, well I gotta act them out. I gotta find a way to <laughs> I gotta show people at school that I'm actually okay. You know what I mean? Like right. this, even though these are the characters I live with I'm, I'm okay, I swear to God. Uh, but then I just like to imitate people. And it was fun. and But then, you know, like once people kept saying that this is what you should do, you should uh-huh. really like look into this. You know, I would laugh in their face and, you know, right. go on about it. But then um, if enough people tell you, if enough people tell you, you know, I was like, you yeah. know, Luke Skywalker didn't really know that he was a Jedi until somebody was like slapped him in the face like you're a Jedi, you ass. <laughs> well, that's the, the <laughs> Not that I'm Luke Skywalker in any way. <laughs> Um, JJ Abrams, hope you're listening. Um, like, you know, I, you know, but that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Like, you just, you don't know the depths of what you can reach sometimes until people kind of like show it. Push. You need pushes, you know. And, and you need to push from the choir teacher and from the parents and from the. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I mean, I honestly am standing where I am and in, in, in big part to Sterling as well. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he showed me how fun this could be and how you could forge these relationships with people that are actually like your peers and like you when you watch them you're in awe of what they do and you want to be like you know where they are and and it inspires you to keep doing what you're doing so it's been i can't believe like a year later like i remember when he was going through his circuit and i was like dude you're gonna win it's gonna be great you're gonna do this like oh my god this time last year and i just i just never thought any of that for myself at all like never i never thought that i'd be sitting in in the play i can't believe that i'm going to the emmys with you know my my best friend will be over there nominated for his own but i didn't think i'd get a nomination for his show you know what i mean like i was like being on his show you know but I mean, wow. it's serendipitous, man. It's it's been the most serendipitous. It really, that specific episode of that specific show, that seems like it was a meant to be moment. It totally was. Yeah. I mean, because it it really it really was a big part of my healing as well. Because you know, at that time, you know, I lost my mother a year ago. Mm. Uh, literally the day we wrapped Atlanta, my mother died in a car accident, oh, and so I just sorry. really thought that there was no way I could. I was like, "There's no, how do I how do I balance?" the immense joy of doing what I just did with my with my good friends in Atlanta doing this great show and having the time of my life with the lowest part of my life like losing my best friend and my mentor my confidant like the woman that I cherish more than anything in the world to be taken so quickly like that 
And, you know, then then all these. But like this whole year is a culmination of knowing that she's here. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that episode literally has healed my soul in a big way. Having to even sing that song. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, that's like, the thing. I was like, mom, song. I was like, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you? Are you really trying to? And then like the road trip, you know, because like that's what I was going to do with my mother. And then the ducks what happened. The I was ducks. Like, oh. You know, I was like me and my mom had this thing with Cardinals and like. Oh. There's all these things, and like, and I'm watching. And then my good homegirl Amanda is playing William's mom. Oh, I was weird. like, Ah, oh, God, that's so weird. But um, I think that's, I think that says a lot about what we do because it's like mm. I've been so fortunate uh, in this life and in in this year that I've been having to literally do the things that really speak to my heart. I mean, I know it sounds so flowery, no. but I mean, I've never taking a project that my heart wasn't in. And I really feel like the more and more that I've listened to it, because I mean, after right. Atlanta, I'm not going to lie. Like after my mom was gone, I was like, I just, was, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who sure. I was anymore. You know, I was like, now I'm this motherless kid wandering around trying to figure out. But I swear, like I, everything that I've done, every single project that I've touched on has been from my heart. It's right. spoken to my heart. And um, I'm just very grateful to even be sitting here and being able to right. talk about that. Because for a while, like, going through the trajectory of what's been happening, I, I debated very much to tell people, like, where I was coming from and what was going on in my right. personal life with that loss. Of course. And then This Is Us happens. And I was like, oh, well, I got to confront it. Exactly. I just got to confront it. That's I got to just do it. Show. So, you know. And the fact that that was all fit into that song. Like, that yeah. song is emotional, not just because it's it's there yeah. in the moment in that room. It's connected to the episode itself. It's connected to the show. Yeah. And it somehow does touch on that just universality of this show yeah yeah we it, all uh, see ourselves in this family it uh it saved it saved my life you know what i mean like yeah. honestly like it really it, it really provided a place for me to feel like i could get all the anger and all the mm. frustration and all the pain and all the sorrow out on that one episode because you know it's called Memphis because you got to go home. Like at some point we all yeah. have to go home and mm-hmm. we have to remember what home is. And, and that, I mean, like seriously, it couldn't have happened in a better way that that episode was crafted the way it was because of the brilliant mind of Dan Fogelman. But for me to play that character to, mm-hmm. to holding that connection to Randall and Williams pass was um it was great. Also I was like, well I must be I'm I must be that cousin. You know what I mean? Like here I am playing another uh cousin, you know, that's you in music, cousins. you know, yeah. like but I mean like that's <laughs> to me a great gift because it's like, you know, our cousins and our family and our brother like cuz we have a lot of play cousins, yeah. right? Like you know that there's some people sure. in your life that are just like, oh yeah, well, like that's my cousin. Like what is a cousin really? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like that when you find those people mm. that hold the key to who you are, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I mean. And and so that line between just friends and and family, right? And family, family, family yeah. you know, because I feel like most of my family in my life is family that I picked. You know, like Absolutely. friends that I've gotten along the way, like people yep. that I've I've met at different places in my life, and you know, you kind of obtain those people and you keep them with you. But we're not blood related. But I'm like, but you're still my family. Like there's still, right. and that's kind of why I'm really happy that I got to do this is us because it really really shows that family is important no matter how it's made no matter where it comes from and that this story is is, is a tale as old as time like yeah there have been mixed families displaced families people that get families from you can make family wherever you find it as long as the love is there and um yeah i'm I'm very grateful that that happened and 
Totally. Very grateful. Like, and this is us is, is a bomb ass show. It's great. And that was the best episode of the show, <laughs> I think. Well, Thank you. I can't believe that. I feel like for most actors, like everything you've just described, like the, this loss and this connection to family, like all of that is this abstract stuff that it's often kind of difficult to channel that into the very technical yeah. on camera stuff. Yeah. But you got to do it in that song. Yeah. And that's different. Yeah. It was, uh, I can't. Like, that was her, man. You know, like, yeah. at the end of the day, I was like, that was definitely my mother. And, and believe in what you believe, you know, Buddha, God, Yahweh, whatever the hell it is you sure. think you believe in. But there is something so much bigger than us. And and when you just allow yourself to let that guide you and let it in, move through you, man, you, sometimes the results end up being what yeah what you saw. And, and, I mean, I know that was her, definitely. Like, it just, like could only be that so um i'm just grateful that yeah. i got a chance to do like that bucket list thing is checked off it was like great and then it's even funnier that i got to then turn around and look like my father i like, was gonna <laughs> ask so that you then were aged to look yeah, like your so, father I, yeah like when i saw how old he was i showed him a picture of my dad and like my dad has always had like this bald spot in the middle but uh-huh. kept the kept the fro on the side you uh-huh. know what I mean? had his glasses his gold chain and I was like, make me Just this. And they well, did you... it to the T, man. Yeah. Like, so like when I would go in my trailer, like after I look I in the mirror, I'm like, oh, you at first. I really? Think it was you. I thought it was an older actor. That's my, that's my future. <laughs> like that is my, that <laughs> is my that. future right and there, And that seems man. fitting too, that you would play your father. And of course. Well. And like now, now at this point, he's all I have, you know, like yeah. now that the mother, my mother is gone, you know, now me and my father are the ones. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That, that whole episode, I was just like, oh God, yeah. it was just like, oh my God, like, what do you do with this time? What do you do? Gosh. So like, it was really interesting to, to have to confront that yeah. uh, while doing this episode. It, it was a lot. It was a lot for two days. You know what for I mean? Two days, yeah. But uh, it was brilliant. Like, the direction of the episode was was great. And, and, and it was a lot. But it was right. it was worth every single minute that I, that I did it. I was exactly where I was supposed to be. I was where, at that moment in that yeah. place in the story. That's where I was supposed to be. And I was very happy about it. How much of acting for you is tackling scary things. It's going to all of it. fearful place. Every is it all single, of it? all of it. Are really? you kidding me? Like I'm not a trap rapper in my life. And now you want me to yeah. go down here <laughs> and like shoot a dude in the chest and like, oh, you know, right. you know what I mean? But like, but it, it but the, the fear of it is what is so exciting because it's like, I don't know where I'm going to go, but I feel like we all have those things in us. You know what I mean? Like, I uh-huh. feel like when actors take on certain parts, there are, there, there's gotta be a part of us that has that in us in order for us to really sure. like go as far as we can like that's what I liked about Alfred because I was like at the end of the day yeah he can be labeled as being like this this thug and being this dope dealer but at the end of the day he's still somebody's son he's still somebody's cousin he's a good dude he has a great heart he's funny you know he knows how people view him but you know like Mm. Alfred to me is one of my favorites uh, because like we all have an Alfred, man. I mean, and I feel, I feel like it's becoming redundant when I say that, but it's true. Like, you know, like we all have that cousin. Uh-huh. We all have that friend. We all have that one that we, you know, that will do anything for you. That will literally drive your Bronco. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, that right. will literally right. will, will be there for you. And they have, huh. they're okay with the circumstances that they have. You know, they're okay with being still in Atlanta while everyone goes off and does their thing. They're okay right. with people overlooking them this way because at the end of the day, they know who the hell they are. Right. And um, I love, I love Alfred so much because of that and because of who he is. And 
uh, you know, I went to college in Atlanta and like I, I have made some of the best friends that I still have to this day. To this day, I still have those friends um, from Atlanta that yeah. still guide me and still hold me down. Um, but they I mean, all that seems like full circle. Yeah, too. it definitely was yeah. like when I tell you that this year has kind of been a year of like manifest destiny in some kind of way. Like yeah. there's been this kind of like like I don't know. Like it's been very spiritual. It's been sure. very very. Well, um, it's got to be with the heart, man. Like I, right. I was like, I just opened my heart up, and these things happen. It's and, that and, thing of people are telling you, "Oh, you should do this, you should do that." Yeah. And instead, it's these opportunities that are talking. Yeah, about now. yeah, and and because of that, I can't really have any fear for them. You know, I mean, like mm. I can't really go in and be shook about it because it's like, well, it's put there in front of me for a reason. So yeah. let me go what's and see what's going to happen. Like, I never thought in a million years. I mean, I knew when we were down there playing and, and having the time of our lives making this show <laughs> sure. that we were having a good time. But there was nothing to say that everybody would would ride along with us. Oh, you know, okay. and nor did we oh, care about that. We were so happy about like what we had created and. And how much fun we had and the stories we were telling. Hmm. And to see how that show has done what it's done is still remarkable yeah. to me. We'll it's, continue to do. I yeah, think. I mean, like, because I love them. Like, Zizi, Keith, Donald, like, every single hero I direct, like, every single one of them, I absolutely love them. And, and we love each other in our own ways. And we couldn't be more of a motley crew like we're the most different people in the world but well, that's, that's what part of the spirit that's what brings us together yeah. you know what i mean so and that's then to be back in atlanta which is like yeah. when i tell you that atlanta is literally where i became who i am like uh -huh, i uh -huh. from 18 to 22 that's when i discovered oh maybe acting's my thing right. oh like you know maybe i do like smoking marlboro lights oh yeah like <laughs> maybe i do like buying weed from road street projects yeah oh you know what i mean like yeah. that's where i could be me you know yeah, what i mean it's where sure. i could be me dress me do whatever i wanted to do and so then to come back almost 10 years later after you know graduated from college and then do that show man it was like a love letter to me like it was like a love letter to that city and to the people of that city because like yeah. I, I promise you every single day i was in atlanta i had the time of my life well yeah you get you found yourself you found who you are there but then you go back to play someone not yeah. like you at all yeah exactly <laughs> isn't is that the rub eh, it's and, a trip. But, off, but you you offset off camera you guys just you were a family. You were, yeah, man. I mean, like they, you know, a like, motley crew. Of you a could family. literally, like, Keith would be at my apartment eating lemon pepper wings with me. You know what I mean? Like, we would go to play, like, just hang out for all the time for, yeah. the, for yeah. to getting. But that was what we were just gonna do. You know what I mean? Like that. Like you know, lemon pepper wings are a staple of Atlanta anyway. So right. it's like, let's get these wings, man. Let's chill out. You know, like, and I just I loved being around them. Like, and even if I wasn't in an episode, I'd go to set and hang out. You know, like, amazing. And it was just really like a great atmosphere and a great time you know and I, that's why i kind of have to always remind myself that even though the day we wrapped ended with such tragedy for me yeah. every single day that i was doing atlanta i was happy like every single day mm -hmm. like i woke up and i don't like the sun okay i don't like the sun beaming in my room at eight o'clock in the morning telling me when today. to get the hell up but in atlanta i was like oh the sun's up man like let's go out like let's wow. do some stuff like it was like I don't know. That's amazing. It, it really, it really allowed me to just be happy, man. Like yeah. Atlanta was really just, just. I miss them now. I'm like, I cannot wait to see them again. Like right. I cannot wait to go back down there and just like play and have the time of our lives. And it's again. that play that loosens yeah. it up, and I think generates the kind of creativity that that show 
had. I agree. I agree. Left and right. I have never seen a new comedy that was that sure of itself from the very first moment. Oh, wow. Really? In a whole season of just like, this is our thing. And like you said, I find it so remarkable that you guys didn't know you were going to win Golden Globes no. to get nominated for Emmys. No like, way. No. You just thought, I mean, no I, I know for me, I, I damn sure didn't know sure. it was going to happen like that. You yeah. know, and um, It was just your project that you were became really passionate about because how could you not? Yeah, man. Such great. Hey, there, there's, there's definitely a thread between the four of us uh, in that show because it's like we check up on each other all the time. We send each other random stupid jokes all the time. We... Like, there's just, when I think about them, I talk, you know, I let them know. And, and, and I don't really know of a lot of places that do, yeah. you know, like, I remember being in theater and doing theater. Theater was a place that you felt that, you know what right. I mean? Like, you, you're in your, your dressing room and you meet in the green room and you talk, like, because you're with these people. You're burying your soul on this live stage with people every night. And um, if you're lucky, there is a familial unit that goes on. Right. If, if you're lucky... Um, but I never thought that in a television show, something so new that we would be so connected like that. Like there was no, there was no such thing as you making an error or doing a mistake, like come in here and just play. Like, let's just go and find this together. And, and, and the three of them, I mean, like, you know, Donald and Keith and Z are just really, um, family like when we were talking earlier about family yeah. collecting that Just family, like, I was like, here we go. These are the new family. They're really my new family. My new cousins. Huh. Yeah. yeah. You know, like they're really great. And it's fun. It's fun when you get to do that. You and, know? and you're right that that's super rare in television or in this, this field period, you know sure. what I mean? Cause some of us take shit way too seriously and it's like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, we're still doing make believe guys. Like, right. you know, right. we still have to go to hair and makeup. We still have to wait and do all this stuff. We still, but at the end of the day, find the joy, man. Find, find the joy. And I'm young. I'm new to this. I'm a newbie. Maybe next year I'll be like, this is all bullshit. You know what I said? Well, let's, uh, we'll check in. Next we'll year check, check in. <laughs> but, but as of right now, like, there's nothing more gratifying than being able to show up and play with my friends. You know, because yeah. I've realized that life is going to give you what the hell life is going to give you, yes, and it's best that you really just uh, embrace that and and enjoy that, and, yeah, and not lose yourself in the the world of make believe. But I feel like that. Is that's super hard. That idea yeah. is hard to maintain in the ups and downs of the industry, especially yeah. since in your situation where you're on, in terms of the work, you're yeah. on a huge up. Yeah. Like you're almost so busy. Yeah. Like how do you stay grounded and in the midst of <sighs> campaigning for an Emmy? And <laughs> oh no. Uh, and we. Um. But uh, it's not not true. It's it's not, like, <laughs> well, I mean, like we're not all out there. Uh, <laughs> but you know, honestly. Um, Reminding myself that I deserve to be happy, man, because there are so many moments mm-hmm. that I I pause and I think about the people that I've lost. You know, for, I lost like a lot of people in the past three years and, and it sucks and it never stops sucking. Yeah. But they were also my biggest fans. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like of 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 anything that I did. And it's like sure. I have to take that moment and just be like embrace the pain of it. But then also go out and embrace the fact that you're still here. Like yeah. You're still mm-hmm. here and you're still able to go and, and do like I never thought in a million years that I would be in a penthouse apartment mm-hmm. having a scene across from Viola Davis. Never in my life. Jesus. Like, never in my life did I think that I'd be working with some of the most amazing artists and, and directors and creatives that I've always known about that I've always really admired. Never, But I never 
I never told myself that it couldn't happen either. Cause I'm mm. like, I'm in the room with you too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I'm, I admire you and I love you, but yo, we're in the room together. Yeah. So how can we smash this together? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, how can we do this together? Um, but I'm still a juvenile. Like, I'm still like, oh my God, dude, like, oh, we, but you know, like once you release all that and once you just like realize that you have earned your place in that room too, and that everyone started somewhere, it. you yeah. just own it and have fun and like, Total, and I love that it's about the happiness. It's about admitting to yourself that you deserve it. Yeah. I just always want to be happy. Like, I know that sounds so... Like, we live in a time simple, that is so but... goddamn annoying. Like, that's the only... I was like, I can't even express... <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to get political in any way, but it's an annoying-ass time. I'm it like, is. I'm really tired of being f***ing annoyed. Like, I'm really yeah. tired yeah. of... It's just a constant state of annoyance. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I have to find a way. I, nay, I must find a way <laughs> yeah. uh, to be happy. <laughs> to man, find the joy. And, yeah. To find the joy. And I tell you that any time that I get a script or any time that I'm 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 acting across from somebody that I admire or any time that I get to like you know, like it's so weird. Anytime I get a script that has blood in it, I'm like, yes, because that means Ooh. I get to get covered in like syrup and then all oh, my brains can be bananas. And like, you know, that child cool. shit still comes out of me. Right, and I never right. want to lose that wonder of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. and especially now in the time we live in, like wonder is so awesome to have because yeah. it's like you, it, it could be so murky in it's my mind all the, it could, it's all the time. It's all the time. Dark. All the time. And I just don't want to lose the wonder yeah. at all of what the possibilities of this can be, you know, cause next year yeah. may be different, you know, five years down the line, who knows where I'll sure. be. But at the end of the day, it's like, I still want to make sure that the wonder of it all is still happening and that my heart is still, uh, um, surrounded by that. And, yeah. and that those same people that have, you know, come along the way to provide that wonder and happiness yeah. for me will be there too. Yeah. I think there's something about being serious about that playfulness. Like there's a way that I think you very much do this of like, it is the playfulness, but it's not willy-nilly. It's yeah. like you take the craft very seriously and you take your work seriously because you're so passionate about it. Wow. Because you know that's what you want to do. And you basically follow me around <laughs> and like say that to people. <laughs> yes. I, I can't piece that together. I would have <laughs> never been able to craft that shit. Like I, I can have... see it in your performances. <laughs> that's, and that's why you. I'm so excited about all of the many, many projects you just listed. Yeah. And like I said, this feels a lot like Sterling last year at the same it's time. It's so bizarre. It must be crazy for you to both be here. You gr- you're both going to go to the Emmys this, I this know, year. I man. It, uh, he is... Um... He, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, he sucks mostly, but like, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, he is literally, I owe a huge, huge, huge part of me continuing to do what I do oh. to him. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Because he just wouldn't let me quit. He's so fing annoying that way. Like, <laughs> if I, like, dude, like, he, he likes to do this mesh. thing where he's calls like, hey, remember that time last year when you said you didn't think you were going to work again? Remember that time, man? Remember? I'm like, Shut the fuck up, so like, I'm like, okay, man, like, thank you, He's got it, check, yeah. all right, thank you, but like, but you gotta I mean, say thank you, yeah, yeah. all the time, right. all, the time. all the time, I will always, 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 always uh, be thankful to, like I said, man, when you let the universe do, do what it do, you know, yeah. sometimes it'll send you those people in your life that are literally meant to totally. inspire and push your ass forward in places that you never thought you could, and Sterling Kelby is definitely one of those for me. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll never hear the end of it, you know, like, <laughs> like I will never hear the end of it, but you know, it's all worth it. 
Yeah. It's not worth it because I got an Emmy nomination for being on his show. Damn. So <laughs> I'm Amazing. like. I really do think you get to say you kind of stole the show for, like a little bit. As I mean, a guest I, actor. Well, what, I, what I said to him when I first got on set, like, you know, in my petty ass way, like I rolled up to him, like, you know, was looking at my sides or whatever. It was like, so um, I think I just swagger jacked your show. <laughs> he pours his heart into every episode of that show. And you're just like. I was like, I think I just swagger jacked your show, man. Did I just swagger jack your show? <laughs> Uh, he but, and Ron are working their asses off every week. <laughs> but like he was like, whatever. And like then, then once the Emmy nominations came out, he was like, man, you swagger jack my ass. So I was like, yeah, man, it was all worth it though, man. It was all worth it. Oh, amazing. So it's 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 great to be able to to go on this ride with yeah. them, with all of them. You know what I mean? I'm so happy for Ron. I'm so like yeah. Ron is a master, man. Like we used to do workshops in New York together, and I would just look at this smooth ass cool. <laughs> dude sure. who always had like these earrings in man had this like a fedora on man like just like can, when he opened his he mouth man he just, I was like who is this dude like yeah. this dude is just he's amazing I yeah. was like I know that wherever I want to be on the stoop with that dude you know what I mean yeah. I don't want to listen to records with that dude I want to like go and get cigars with that dude you know and to huh. watch his work and the recognition he's getting for his work right now is just so I can't even. What's the best word? Effervescent. I don't know. Like it's just yeah. so. It's so. It's so great to watch these these men that I've uh, learned from and and that and, you've worked with before and yeah. are now working with again and worked with, and just to watch that happen. Yeah. You know, like it's it's really really dope to to have this mm. year be the way it is and it's so refreshing too. So it's like and we're nowhere near done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's just so much <laughs> more. We just chipped the surface of what. It's happening. I'm just so grateful that, you know, the 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 Emmy, you know, committee saw us and it's like, yep. yo, let's let's give these because also shout outs to Dennis O'Hara too. Like when I tell another th- actor that I, I admired another in New York actor, and, and yeah. where I'm just like I'm like, this is really a, a great day, a <laughs> great yeah. era of totally. uh, of um, of film and television. Like it's really refreshing. There's almost too much. Yeah, it, so there's no, there's literally there. too much television. To I was like, man, there's 19 shows that I have to watch right now, and yeah. then this was going to tear my heart out, and this was going to make me laugh my ass off, and then this was going to make me really think, but damn, I only have five hours today. Like, maybe I should just go for the laugh my ass off ones and skip it, that. You know what, man, but then you get This Is Us where you laugh your ass off, and then you're like, oh, Kleenex yeah. ready. Like, oh, God, I, I now have Kleenex. a stock of Kleenex in here, you man. I never, I never thought I would ugly cry at a television show. <laughs> like, I mean, like, ugly crying, like, just me too, snot. all like, the time. Just like, you know that crowd where you <laughs> go, like, oh, yeah. one episode did that to me. Yeah. And, and it's like, oh, God, who am I, man? And you can only get more attached from there on. And I know. Are we, can we expect to see more from Will's cousin? I hope so. I really hope so. Flashbacks? I mean, like, I think that there's... Another song? I mean, like, <laughs> uh, I hope so. I mean, you know, in any universe that Dan Fogelman creates, man, yeah. I would love to be a part of. And, like, you know, I, you know, we'll see. I, I really hope so. I mean, like, there's so much more Memphis to explore. And now yep. that, you know, Ricky is, like, the only last, you know, the last thing that he has to his father's past, you know? Like, Maybe. it would be nice. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. You might have to do it in old makeup. Might. I'm yeah. pretty certain I will, which is, like, I'm totally down with that, yeah. too. Like, you know, I don't mind walking around. I already look like my dad now. So it's like, no, this is <laughs> like I said, I didn't recognize you when you. Oh, really? I was like, oh, they got a different actor to. Well, well, well. Hey, all right. But then you were, you were uh, playing the music and I was like, oh, so wait, maybe it 
Maybe it is him, then I have to look it up. And it's it you. It's you. Yeah, it's but amazing. it's me. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is us is, is so great, but I'm really excited to get back to our season two, too. So, like, yeah. that'll be coming very soon. Um, so I'm very excited amazing. about that. Um, you mentioned Yale and the technical training, and I'm always curious, how much at the forefront of your mind is that stuff, especially on a set? Are you, you know, breaking it down, Stanislavski? Are you like actively You know what's really interesting that? is that Sterling and I both were taught by the same acting professor. Ron Van Lu taught at NYU first and trained oh. Sterling, and then he left there and came to Yale. Yes, I said he left NYU and came to Yale. Because I'm petty. <laughs> um, he came to Yale, and uh, I was part of the first class that he uh, ushered mm-hmm. into Yale. And um, the great thing about that man was that, you know, he picked us individually but could kind of like see us for who we really were and know exactly what we wanted to master um mm. be it be it the text or scripts or ourselves you know what i mean like who do you, who are you you know what i mean he had this quote, he had type. this yeah like he had this quote it was like but do you want to be right or do you want to be interesting and i'm like Ooh. oh Oh wait, yo man, like right. that's this interesting. That's, the the one approach is like let's just make this actor the most well-rounded, teach them everything. Yeah, and then you aspects, but so. then also only you as the person knows what can go exactly. in your tool belt and what you don't need. You know what I mean? Like, and for me, like, cause I was, it was all over the place at Yale. <laughs> like, I was like, when uh-huh. am I ever gonna be at Yale again? Ah, like I just uh-huh. like, you know what I mean? I was like, this is lit. And I was like the young, one of the youngest in my class, man. I went straight there out of college, and you know, it was my first time seeing a lot of things. I was like, oh my god, there's snow, and they still want us to go to class. <laughs> this like what the hell is that uh, but, you know but um i think that it was mostly just about and i know it's gonna sound so cliche when i say it, but knowing yourself you know what i mean like really knowing like who the, the hell you are like for yeah. real like don't miss out on this opportunity three years to go and see yeah. you know all the different parts of people that yes. you can and like know that you know just because they're a director that's not all there is to them just because you know mm-hmm. like i also met terrell mccraney at, at yale like yes. you know he is one of the <laughs> best voices of this generation yeah. And I had the luxury to do, you know, most of Terrell's plays um, and for most of my acting career. Wow. And so it was more about, like, meeting these people and meeting these minds that kind of, like, reflected the world you kind of wanted to live in, reflected the world that mm. you wanted to make. And, 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 I and of course you gravitate towards that. Absolutely. And you know, that absolutely. You. Yeah. Find your fellow freaks, man. Like, you know, That's there's it. nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with finding the freaks that, like— reflect the 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 shit that you like and 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 will do the things yeah. that you do so you know i've just been very lucky to just constantly be around my freaks all the time you know and they they've likely most chosen interesting over right as yeah. well for I sure. mean, I think that's the only way to do it. I, I think really, that's what books you the gig. Right. I think, I think yeah. because it's like, you know, there's a life to this person that, you, that you're that you given. You don't want to lie on their lives. You don't want to mm-hmm. judge their lives because they picked you to tell their lives, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, yeah. how do you, I don't know, find a way to, to, to really reflect them and yourself at the same time mm-hmm. and be be okay with how you did it. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's it's so funny because I'm as I'm learning like after doing like six movies one after the other after the other I mean and I mean literally one after the other after the other as soon as one wrapped I had to go straight to the next one or overlap new character there was one time I was filming three movies at one time and I really would I had to go on set and was like who who the hell am I what is it today okay let's go but that's the fun part it is fun like that was the fun part of like trying to figure out what that is and still manage to like not kill anybody you know what I mean like but it was um, I don't know man I think that that's what um, invigorates me so much about what I do and 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 to never get bored to never get lackadaisical with this with this 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 thing that we have because I mean like you know you can call me talented or you can call me like trained or whatever the hell it is but you at least need to know I'm Brian first you know what I mean I I still want to be able to be me at all times and sometimes I gotta do three movies at one time to make sure I know who the hell I am (laughs) you know what I mean like sometimes um, but it's it's all still so the wonderment of it is still great you know what I mean like like being able to sit across from someone like you you know in in this awesome ass (laughs) studio (laughs) you know this led me to that these are the moments of wonder that I constantly want to hold on to so moments of wonder and that's why when you're saying not to not get bored I don't think that's ever going to be a danger for you i hope not man i mean unless they it starts to date me for being so goddamn crazy <laughs> right. uh, you know but yeah right. no I, I hope not i don't think that's going to be a thing i hope not yeah it's funny because i we should wrap up soon but i i always ask about you know early career acting advice but you're in your early career i'm in my early career <laughs> that's so exciting i'm in my early career i remember doing the uh, hollywood reporter roundtable and, yes, and, I'm, and i was like legends legends of comedy man and i was like are y'all sure like i was like am i really like are you sure and i'm just sitting next to like ted dancing man like who i i admire this man like ted dancing is the homie i think he's brilliant then kevin totally. bacon's right there totally. and bill macy's right there camille anthony anderson and i'm sitting here in the suit talking about comedy to these guys I'm like are you kidding that's back to the owning it thing back to the yeah, I, I mean, deserve to be here it was just an honor to be able to sit up there and yeah. and, and, and because I, I could tell you almost every single thing that these men have done yep. like I've watched it as a person like loving what they do like and and to sit there, you know, like I said, I couldn't get intimidated. I couldn't be because I was like, I'm in the room, too. I'm here, too. Yeah. But damn it. Give me all the knowledge you have. And, and so it's very weird when people ask me for advice and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I, I don't I don't know. Like, uh, drink. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I give I'll give all the wrong advice. It's like it's like somebody asking me for directions in a city. I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I may stroll around this city confidently like I've lived here for years, uh. but I don't know where right. you I don't know where to go right. but I will wander you know what I mean I will wander I with like my wonder that. yes Holla. there it is, there it is. That was the perfect Woo. ending no that boy good thank you so much for <laughs> stopping you. by no, no um, it's my pleasure is there anything else you want to tell backstage users backstage readers and listeners oh man just keep reading backstage and listening to backstage because it's bomb <laughs> like I mean it's bomb do it thank you for yeah. saying that oh of course <laughs> of course <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian, for joining us and showing us some of your tricks and uh, talking about your craft. I am so excited to see what he does next, which is apparently a lot of things. Yeah, he's got a lot of plate spinning. We're about to see him everywhere, so I'm glad that he joined our podcast first. Definitely. 
Um, so that brings us to the end of our second to last episode, Jamie. Mm. What does that mean in terms of should we tell our listeners who we have on on deck yeah. for our last episode? I don't know if I can contain my excitement, as you can probably <laughs> tell. I'm not being sarcastic. Yes, I am actually excited. No, I know. Um, should we reveal who it who it is? Yeah, yeah. We have Julia Louis Dreyfus and Anthony Anderson. Yeah, the two titans of TV comedy. Yep. Two of the titans of TV comedy. Huge. On our little show. Emmy nominated for leading actress in a comedy series for Veep and leading actor in a comedy series for Blackish, which are, quite honestly, two of my favorite shows on television. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm so glad that they joined us and I can't wait for Monday's episode. Well, let's send our listeners off and uh, get to work yeah, on that. Better, better put it together before Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's roll credits. Yep. In the Envelope, an awards podcast, is recorded at Lotus Productions and ARS Studio in New York City and Soundbox LA and Mark Grau Studio in Los Angeles. Thank you, as always, to producer, editor, and all-around podcast extraordinaire Jamie Muffet. You can follow him on Twitter at JamieMusicNYC. You can follow me, Jack Smart, on Twitter at JackSmartWrites. Thank you, as always, to the team at Backstage, a.k.a. the most trusted name in casting. Peter Rappaport, Ryan Remstad, Jesse Balashak, Francis Ramos, Rowan Alkatib, Mark Stinson, and especially the astounding Casey Howe. For more awards and industry coverage, head over to Backstage.com. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time for another glimpse in the envelope.